going on, guys? Welcome in to Events is Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. And I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the 2020 World Series champion Los Angeles Dodgers and the recently departed Lancaster Jetthawks. R.I.P. Damn. Why'd you have to go there? I was going to comment on how nice your sweater looks. It looks like you just opened it and you just couldn't wait to put it on. You know, Uh, like... I've had it since October, so... That looks really new. Have you not washed it? uh, I have. Bro, I use a... I use a certain laundry detergent that is good for dark colors. Mm. Keeps them from fading. I don't fuck around. Because you don't use white colors because you are racist. That's incredible. Yes, 100%. Unbelievable. Um, So this episode is a little bit different. We do have two separate episodes because I'm sure um, we're going to do deep dives and predictions on today's episode on the, the 26-man opening day rosters. Um. But we do have to address something. Uh, it's coming from a Jeff Passan. MLB attempts to crack down on foreign substances are outlined in a memo obtained by ESPN. Okay, increased monitor, increased monitoring of compliance officers. Um, what the fuck's a compliance officer? Okay, we're just going to act like we know what that means. Apparently, uh, inspections of baseballs taken out of play that will be used. Um, that will use a third-party lab to check for substances. Spin rate analysis. Um, so a lot of people have been going crazy about the last checker mark, right? Because they're saying if you've been able to use it before and shit has been – your spin rate's been good, you're all right. But if you want to just start using it now, then that's a problem. Um, but if – I mean, every single time something gets in the dirt, they get thrown – uh, a ball gets thrown back. So I mean, it, yeah, it, we're talking like fifty plus balls. Yeah. So um, every game. Yeah. So I, I I don't know how they're really trying to crack down on this, and I feel like yeah, the 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 lasting spin rate analysis that that's not going to do shit. But they're getting a hold of these balls, and if they really want to crack down on it, they can. Or this is just I don't know. Uh, what, what what would you call this? Like a um. Fuck, like a, like a, a scare fake. tactic? Yeah. False well, not flag least, attack? Not, not even, there we go. False flag. They could be like, hey, we're going to check. And, you know, like the WandaVision meme, like they're not going to check. You know, I, I don't know that exactly a, how I'm going to be scare tactic, not a false flag, by the way. What? A scare tactic would be like, hey, we're going to do all the stuff. Don't do it. Hoping that they don't do it. I'm saying. Yeah, what this, if they're, they're like, saying they're going to do it. And I know, but what if they might or they, they might not. But either way, it should scare people enough to not do it and want to get not want to get caught. A little bit more on these compliance officers. These are the guys that will monitor dugouts, clubhouse, tunnels, batting cages, and bullpens. They will take random sample of balls to lab and will search for substances themselves. So, um, yeah, that's just a little update on that. But you know, know whose how- fault this is. Whose fault? Trevor Bauer's fault. Trevor Bauer's. Trevor Bauer went on his <laughs> YouTube asking, channel, yeah, and he he talked about his uniform violation in spring training and how he's coming for Rob Manfred, and now my boy Rob is bringing the hammer down on him, and well, it's not going to be good. 
which is weird, right? Because he has he he accused the Astros of doing it, right? Way, way back when, and was saying that it needed to be cleaned up, and he wanted it investigated. But he's been very, I guess, not very secretive of that he's been using it these past couple of years. So, I mean, maybe he was just like, "Fuck it, everyone else is doing it. I'm going to get on this bandwagon too." Right. Um, I don't know if that means he's going to stop using it now or what that means. Well, the other, I guess we'll the other thing is what's going to be the penalty. What happens mm. if you get caught there? There isn't anything. Is it going to be like a warning then a suspension? I mean, it's certainly not going to yeah. be anything crazy like the PED suspensions, but no, you know, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like this is an impossible task. Because then you're going to be warning potentially half the league, suspending guys from every team because everyone's doing right. it. I don't know. I just don't think this is the the hill to die on for Major League Baseball. Yeah. Or maybe just try to take care of it quietly. Um, sure. That would probably be the best thing for baseball. But, but then but then you got you have guys like Trevor Bauer. If you're trying to do it quietly, he's going to blow up your spot. That's, he's that's completely true. On You're the 100% for right. to see. Yeah. So maybe this is kind of mm-hmm. Bauer fucked up the game. So now they're just putting shit out there because they know it's going to get out there eventually. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I did see an interesting tweet from uh, Trevor Plouffe when he was talking about if if batter if 80% of batters' bats were corked, then pitchers would be having a bitch fit and you know all, all this kind of shit. And I think he kind of has a point. Um, I think this game tends to make a lot of rules that, that favor the pitcher. And um, I don't know. I just like I, 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 how much, how would you compare the Astros cheating scandal to this? Would you th- say it's the same? Would you say it is? No, it's a little d- not even way? close. It's not even close really? Really? because the whole pitching thing, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of like an unwritten rule that everyone knows about is some guys are going to use it and some guys aren't. But I guarantee okay. you there's at least one guy on every single major league team that's using it. Okay. It's it's not this whole secret like one organization is using it for an advantage. Okay. If everyone's doing it, it's a fair game. But it's a little unfair to, to hitters. I, I get right. what you're saying. It, right, but it, it's is, unfair. it is different because it's unfair um, to hitters of every team. That's the difference. Exactly. But I think now when, you know, teams are only paying money for, for certain things, I think a lot of hitters are kind of like, wait, hold the fuck up. Like we're kind of at a disadvantage and you're not paying us. Like we need that, that disadvantage taken away as a whole. So I do understand. I, I do agree with you now that it is different. Uh, Donnie Barrels, home run, boom, bitch. The the Nelson Lamette, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Um, but man, awesome. It's almost like these games don't count still. <laughs> no, my man, my man, Donnie Barrels is pissed off that they they gypped him out of like 600k of uh, arbitration. He's been on a tear. That's my guy. Um, back to reality. Um, I just, dude, I don't know. Like, I feel like we should be. Maybe not as upset because I didn't see it the way way um way you were saying it about just being one organization. I think we should be a little bit more upset about this. I think that it should be cleaned up. I understand that there's probably a pitcher 
on every team who's who's using it. But it needs to be cleaned up. If we're going to act like PEDs were the worst thing, we're going to act like the Astros Sheen scandal was the worst thing. Def- obviously different levels. But then we need to clean it up on all ends. I think it's a step towards the right direction. But unfortunately in baseball, you were right. Um, you can't do anything secret because someone like Trevor Bauer is going to put you on blast. Well, also maybe this is their way to make the game exciting again, to bring back more offense because, you know, they juiced the balls. Then people found out about that and got pissed. So maybe this is more of a legitimate way mm-hmm. to produce more offense by putting That's the pitchers. True. I don't yeah. want to say putting the pitchers at a, it's putting the pitchers at a disadvantage in the sense Taking that away their advantage. They're, yeah. Right. Well, because they're, they're accustomed, unfair they're accustomed to using that now, yeah. but it's, it's more or less evening the playing field, but yeah. maybe this is their idea to, you know, add half a run on average at the end of the year per game. Yeah. But how are you going to add know, more? Sh- and we need to shave off five more minutes. It's the most yeah, important we- thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How are you going to add more offense, but then want to shorten the game? Like as far as minutes, like I understand. Dude, let's maybe just, like let's just get rid of outs. You just get three batters an inning, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Hour and a half game. <laughs> problem solved. That's a good idea. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea for a, a bananas like double header or something like that. that, 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 that yeah, would that wouldn't cool. be bad. Yeah, Savannah Bananas <laughs> hit me up. Marketing marketing strategist. Exactly. We got a great guest to discuss this Giants roster and and the different moves that we think we're going to make, especially in light of all the things that have been coming out, the, the the options and and the possible injuries. And I would like to welcome into the Benches Clear podcast, good friend of the pod, our buddy Brooks Knudsen. He covers the Giants uh, on the Twitter page, SF Giants, the original Giants Twitter. How's it going, man? Yo, what's happening, guys? Thanks for having me on. Uh, j- like you said, I've uh, been covering the Giants for, what, eight-something years now, uh, at SF Giants fans mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, just, just another, uh, another year, another, uh, you know, season to look forward to. And, uh, you know, just happy to, you know, be on with you guys talking ball <laughs> on the only, the only rivalry in baseball is this right here. Giants That's Dodgers. right. Yes. Despite the narrative, everyone's trying to create <laughs> the only rivalry in the NLS. I just, I, I, I really want, that's the thing, dude. It's, it, it's really crazy because I think. Brooks, I, f- I feel like we're on the same – like, we know where the Giants are, right? In no way do we think that they are going to win the division. And you want to root for the Padres, you know, just because they'll be taking down the Dodgers. But at the same time, fuck, dude, they make it a little difficult sometimes. Man, I've been a Giants fan too long to even root for the Padres. Sorry. It's just – it's like not even <laughs> – Yeah. <clears throat> and they're the ones that, you know, act like they've been there before. Um, mm. It's so easy for everyone to forget that who was in last place in 2019, the last full season? It was the Padres, <laughs> the last place team. So yeah, but the, the Padres won a playoff series last year. I don't know if you heard. So they, they won. There's oh, still, right. there's, the parade is still the, going on. I was going to say the, the celebrating hasn't stopped. The yeah. rap, the rap music did it. Is, is flowing. The original rap music is yeah. flowing. Yeah, I believe their, uh, you know, their uh, their rap song that they made. What was it again? Uh, uh, Padre Slam Love. Diego. How could you Slam, forget it? It was number Slam one in the Diego country. Love. Oh, see, now it's gonna be what I hear when I'm going to sleep at night. I'm like, Slam Diego. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're probably gonna have some royalty fights coming up. Uh, some copyright 
coming after them after that song. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, I sure hope so. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those so. guys. Speaking of the Padres, Giants yeah. are playing the Padres tonight, and they're going to be playing them twice Correct. in the first month. So that's going to be the early battle that we'll see in the NLS is Giants-Padres, I think. They don't even play the Dodgers until mid-May. That's like every yeah. year play the Dodgers in the opening series or second series, I feel like, in this year, it's like... Yeah, and that's what, like, really kicks it off. Just gets you, like, fucking amped. A quarter of the season, 40 games until they finally play the Giants-Dodgers, uh, you know, matchup. So that's going to be... Who knows and what who knows if we'll be able to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get like, tickets. <laughs> I'm trying... Because that's going to be, like, the weekend after my birthday. So we're nice. trying to go up to Oracle... But it's so hard to figure out who's doing the single game tickets and how they're doing it, you know, because the Dodgers are doing it one way. And it's so and the resale mm. market is stupid. I'm not even going to yes. attempt that. So we'll I, see. I think your, your best bet is to literally buy them a couple of days before. Right. <laughs> don't even. Yeah. Not don't even not pay the six thousand dollars per ticket for a bleacher seat. Well, well, I mean, you've been to Oracle Park, you know, half the fun is just walking around anyways, you know, you don't have to have like a great seat for that to enjoy it, you know, so, so I would say wait a couple of days before and then if you have to get a third deck, uh, do uh, first base side so you get to see the Bay Bridge too. Yeah, that's mm, that's, good that's point. the spot right there. Yeah. Good point. That's a good and, and then make you sure, get to, Make sure to get say, those garlic fries, Tyler, because the weak ass garlic fries at Dodger Stadium are just embarrassing. Yeah, and if you want to see Yastrzemski hit a bomb into the cove, you'll have a great view of it, too. Gang, gang! I doubt boom, it. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, on that's our one guy roster, that can bro. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Shit. Um, but yeah, so back to, to this Giants roster, um, I, I want to say there's a lot of question marks, but really, nah. I mean, when it comes to, like, you know, the, the position players, uh, I'm not sure exactly who you have, Um especially because things have changed and it seems like, I don't know, we haven't gotten an official word, but it just feels like Belt's not going to be there opening day. I mean, even if he is opening day, I don't even want him in the lineup. It's going to be nothing but lefties, lefties, lefties uh, against the Mariners, that opening series. And it's like, I mean, Belt is at this point in his career mashes right-handed pitching and is hope he gets a walk against lefties because he cannot (laughs) figure it out. And it's, you know, nothing against the guy. It it is what it is. Um, But Mm -hmm. obviously he had like 1100 OPS against right-handed pitching last year, which was like, you know, that, that is what I think we've all been, you know, waiting to see out of belt. Um, Mm -hmm. Anytime a lefty was on the mound, uh, you know, and there's not that many lefties in the division, right. They only played the West last year. Right. So, so he, he didn't have that many at-bats against lefties, and when he was out there, it, the numbers were not great, you know, less mm-hmm. than a – I think he had like an 80-something WRC+. plus. So he wasn't really getting it done. Uh, so anyways, even if he is healthy, it's like, you know, they have you have Wilmer Flores. Give him the the three starts at first base for – you mm-hmm. know, that's my money there. Um, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be healthy enough to even, you know, to, to make the opening day, so. Yeah, and it seems like there's just – one righty bat too many, right? Like, especially with obviously because the DH isn't co- going on this year, unless they try to sneak it in, like they snuck the uh, still, still, the still got a chance. Still yeah. Got a so chance, if but... if that happens, then we're good. Um, but oh, if yeah. not, it just seems like, I mean, the the Solano, Flores, and and Ruff, like, it just seems like they should. I don't know. Like, what are they? Like, no They're... one's gonna get enough plate appearances. I don't think. 
they're platoon guys, you know? Uh, yeah. Especially for Kapler and, you know, Farhan pulling the strings. This is what they want. This is what the Dodgers have been doing for years. You know, Kike will hit two bombs, two bombs, and then they will uh, bench him the next day because, uh, you know, there's right-hander on the mound. And uh, you're going, what? What is Dave doing? But, like, they they just stick to the plan, you know? And uh, obviously, I know I know Kike's not on the team anymore. But that is in our most recent Sadly seeing missed. that. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Well, you'll, you'll know this, Tyler, you get attached to the guys on your team when you win, when that team, when that team never wins anything, you, Hey, you know, whatever, you know, like you're not missing Puig that much. He never helped you. Yeah. But, but you know, growing up as a child and never seeing them do anything, you still get attached to guys and they never want a damn thing until, you know, I was a teenager when they started getting to the NLCS and just losing to the Phillies back-to-back years so yeah but you're not saying you're not attached like curtis granderson or something you know what i mean like no it was like that guy that guy was around for a little bit and they didn't win so i forgot about that that i know i had to i had to pull like yeah just like you know jeff kent was a dodger for a decent while and i hate jeff kent and he wasn't a bad player for the dodgers but i just hate him yeah, and that's the way it's always going to be. <laughs> and I, I see your point, though. I mean, I'm sure you still got a warm spot for Manny, right? Manny Ramirez. So, you know, not really. So because you guys, yeah, because they didn't help you win. Well, there you go. There it is. It must be Man. that then. So we get all attached to like, you know, Mike Morris because he, you know, helped us win. Yes, and, uh, for sure. And, uh, you know, Pat the Bat was only around for two seasons, but he's like a legend in San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, so the way we think of Juan Uribe is differently than how you think of Juan Uribe. Although he did, you know, take down the Braves, obviously. Juan Uribe yeah. totally redeemed himself in one season, specifically one postseason. One at bat. bat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. One pitch. yeah. And Kimbrel's in the uh, bullpen like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was pitching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, so I, I just want yes. to mention that part of it where, you know, you, you – you lose guys like Jock and and uh, and uh, Kike, for example, and you're going, damn, you know, those were our guys that helped us win. So, so now you finally are getting to experience a little bit of that, you know, because we we've <laughs> seen our guys go, and it's like, damn, that guy was part of the championship. Yeah, game. so yeah, yeah we're, I mean, we're gonna have to deal with that next year because obviously, the belt posy crawl thing next year is gonna. I mean, you want to think that because I mean, off the top of your head, you think one of them's gonna stay, but they like belts like you know on base percentage so much where i think it might even be a possibility that they re-sign them um but i i just don't see craw making it i think uh i think outside of san francisco a lot of teams a lot of teams really value crawford and belt and obviously posey posey because um you know the age the not playing well for years the hip injury all that stuff all that aside any team would bring in Posey just for the leadership alone. Right. So, yeah. so no matter what, every team would take Posey, but for the other guys like Belton Crawford, I think a lot of teams would slightly overpay for a couple veteran championship guys to help groom like a, like, you know, if Crawford went to Tampa Bay to help uh, wander Fr- Franco, Franco get, um, get acclimated. Right. Mm-hmm. on a one-year deal or actually i yeah. kind of see crawford going to the angels specifically i just i just see like that being a perfect setup for him they like their older guys too right you know pools will yeah, yeah, yeah. be out and crawford will come in as zach cozart 2.0 <laughs> exactly but i think forever giant yeah and the reason why i don't see those guys going back to the giants uh crawford and belt 
because I think they're, they're still going to get, um, you know, upwards of 10 million, uh, whatever it is, whether it's 10 million really for a year or, mm. um, you know, like, uh, two years, 15 or something like that, where like the, the total grab will be somewhere in the, uh, double digits. Uh, so I don't see the giants doing that. They just have so many guys that they'd rather invest in and, uh, man, we could talk about all the shortstops available <laughs> next year. Oh my God. It's like crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why I feel like he 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 has. I feel like there's almost zero percent shot Crawford's coming back, but I, I just think maybe Belt. But I mean, I, I I would if it was one of those three, I would think Posey. I think Posey's going to be there for you know on a couple you know one year, two year. And the reason I think it, it, they do that is because I mean I don't know they signed Panda and Pence you know last year, so it's a major league deal. So I feel like it's a possibility. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. I might give Crawford the edge to come back just because the Giants don't really have a shortstop ready to replace him right now, you know? Right. So unless they miss out on like Trevor's story and they say, come back Crawford, we just want one more year and we'll platoon you with somebody else at short, whatever, you know, the DH is coming uh-huh. and all that stuff. But you know, belt, I think belt is a, a player that it will definitely be wearing a different Jersey next year. But that's just me. So. Well, um, we're on, on my list right now. I, I don't have him on because of what we we're saying. We, we don't think that he's going to be ready for, for opening day. So as far as position players, I got Posey, Casale, Flores, Solano, B. Crawl, Longo, Lastella, and in the outfield, Slater, Yaz, Dubon, Ruff, and Dickerson. Yeah, it's um, pretty uh, it's pretty much set in stone, those guys. I, um, yeah, last... I don't think – unless they trade Darren Ruff like super, super quickly here. I think they like um, Ruff at least to platoon with Dickerson for the first yes. part of the season. Um, but, you know, Ramos is kind of waiting, waiting around, you know, he's just kind of. Yeah, exactly. Up, you know? uh, but there's, there's injury question marks with like Slater, for example. So you can't really just, uh, I don't know. And, I, I w- and a center field question. I mean, I've really wanted to get mm-hmm. on here and really state my case for Duggar. Uh, because of how good he looked this spring and his elite defense and all this kind of stuff. Obviously, they optioned him, so it's not going to happen. So I can't even make the case. But I mean, it just we there's a lot of questions in my mind, at least, about Slater and center field. I mean, are we just going to leave Dubon there? Um, it, do you think um, Yastrzemski is going to make a step up? I, mm. I, I would. Okay, so for me, uh, I've always been lobbying for Slater to get into center field, right? The guy threw, uh, yeah, he was in left field one time and he threw a ball to home at 99 miles per hour. Mm. That guy's got a cannon for an arm. Mm. Um, that's what and you this want is, center. I'm not, I'm not trying to talk shit about Slater. Slater's probably oh, one I'm, of my favorite guys. Slater, one of the I'm guys. right now. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> like, a bitch I just, and I ain't. I got some Sick. questions about him in center field. Like that, that worries me just a little bit. Well, it's also tough because he's also right-handed. And so is Dubon, right? So the platoon yeah. ain't there. So um, that's exactly what that was going to be my main case and how they would need to trade either um, Ruff, Solano, or Flores, obviously whoever has the most value and give them the most return, and then have Slater be the platoon in left and probably, you know, going right when Yastrzemski goes to center or something like that. Well, as, you know, as Farhan knows um, – a guy like Slater is just one little, ah, tweak something away from missing a couple weeks. Right. He's just, True. 
And I, I hate that he's getting that kind of um, reputation he's, right now. He's hitting right now, by the way. So. I know. <laughs> I'm just taking a peek at him. I'm waiting for him to <laughs> bomb one out of here. Just to... But no, but he, uh, so Slater had a great year last year when he was on the field against uh, left-handed pitching, just killed him. And then in his at-bats against righties was just not good. Um, and I think he's better than, than whatever last year uh, in the platoon. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and he does that. He takes walks. You know, he's a he's a good all around uh, guy, especially against lefties. Uh, so, they, yeah. you know, so the reason why a Darren Ruff is sticking around, too, is because they haven't really made the official word on the DH yet. So you're not going to, you know, either cut or get rid of Darren Ruff. And I think that's rough is pretty solid for, uh, you know, I think everyone yes. thinks of Darren Ruff as 2016, you know, Phillies like when he went to I think it was either Japan or Korea or something. He just bombed crazy like 35 mm-hmm. jacks every year and uh you know, the giants brought him back um you know back to the states and great year he, last he year a, yeah, yeah a great year when he you know i think it was only like 100 plate appearances so take mm-hmm. what you can get out of that but um yeah i'm just at, at this point they don't need to lose any depth this early just off of hmm potentially like this guy against the mariners this guy against the padres you can't be doing that you just need to keep all these yeah, guys no, definitely and that's why Vosler got option because he has minor league options, options. available. Right. They're going to use them in the game. The, same thing with Duggar too. That's why Duggar's got options. So. Yeah. I think I'm just scared. Cause it seems like they, you know, <laughs> there's some guys. It just seems that Farhan just doesn't like, you know, the Chris Shaw's and it just seems like Duggar's on that list. And I don't know. I just feel like they need that 40 man spot. I would maybe even say Jalen Davis might get um, let go because of how bad he looked this spring. And it's like, Fuck, dude. When, when's it going to happen? I think I think Duggar kind of passed Davis in my head. But. I'm glad he brought that up. I, um, for like a split second, I was like, yeah, maybe Davis isn't isn't going to stick around very long. And I, I just, I was like, I got to look at his stats one more time last year. Not last year, uh, 2019. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Uh, he did hit uh, 35 jacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In and uh, in all those levels. That is something Duggar will never be able to do is hit 35 Correct. homers in a single hands down minor league season. That's just, that's not his game, which is I'm Mm-mm. totally, he's all defense, uh, get on base, cause some havoc. Um, he's always had you know, Duggar. He's always been yes. good against lefties and righties in the minors. I, I always just struggle with, Oh, the guy hasn't done it at the big league level. I'm like, he had a couple of bats and then a, a week later he had a couple of bats. And before you know it, yeah, like 40 plate appearances for that whole year. And you're going to say he's not ready. I mean, it's like, give a guy a whole yeah. month and tell me, you know, what if they did that with Willie Mays? Uh, he's, you know, one for 20. Let's cut him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had a horrible so, start <laughs> to his career. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, that's, like I said, you can't lose depth at, at, at this point um, going in and especially about the DH. I, But then again, Farhan's kind of known for kind of like bell ringing DFAs and, and, and you know, trying to keep people. So he is the roster him. churn champion. He's always roster churn this... champion. That's yeah. a that's a nice flow right there. It is roster, roster churn, churn champion. champion. I like that. That's right. And he is constantly, he's like the guy in your fantasy baseball league. That's at like mm-hmm. adding somebody at like 1159. Like, you know, if your team doesn't, or if your league doesn't have like the waiver setting and picking up a guy just for that start. And then like at midnight, he's cutting him already because he gets yeah. in his roster that day. And he's just constantly <laughs> Fucking cheaters, bro. Yeah, I can't yeah. stand that. Oh, we had a league like that one year and it was, yeah. Yeah. There was yeah. a Jesse and I were in a league together a long time ago. I don't know if you remember this, Jesse. That's and right. You I, were a part of it. 
I didn't read the rules apparently, and everyone started talking mad shit to me because I was that guy picking yes. up dudes just for well, one start well, and well, dropping well, them. Yes, but well, I didn't know that was an unwritten rule. Here's here's the thing: you weren't there the last season when someone was doing it, and I was like, "Hey, bro, you can't be doing this." Like, we we did it because we want to pick up guys like you know, D- I mean, uh, you know, injured players and yada yada. You can't just be picking up starters for the day. Like, I don't want to have to try to figure out how to get this right in the settings and, and try to figure this out. So just stop doing it. And he wouldn't fucking stop. Well, so then when you the did it, everyone just had like flashbacks. Everyone. Exactly. Everyone just tried a flashback. It's like, who is this guy? Fuck this guy. So that's, that's, that's what happened. Hey, do whatever it takes to win, man. <laughs> that's what hey, I'm that's, saying. That's win that 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so go, I, I have go a quick for question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I, and I don't know if you guys were going to get into this, but, you know, I watched the Jeff Passan, Drew Robinson story. Awesome story. Where does he stand? Has he been reassigned or anything yet? He wasn't even he was a non-roster. He wasn't a non-roster invite? No, I haven't seen him in one game. Oh. No, no, yeah. He definitely Bummer. was not invited. Um, and they, you know, a lot of these are head-scratching anyways. Like, I, I, one of the top prospects for the Giants, Seth Corey, wasn't even invited. And, you know, everyone's like, is point. he injured? What's going on there? But, um, you know, they just – they have their they have their reasons. I mean, they – invited 72 players to camp they really wanted to get a look at these guys that they haven't seen before a guy like seth Corey, they have their scouts watching him and stuff but a guy like uh sean jelly for example was in camp for a little bit um i think he got a couple innings but you yeah. know so where does drew robinson fit in um he's just uh knowing that um you know he's a guy who has uh ops i believe he has options um and uh you know, he's just, he's not on the 40 man roster, so they didn't really need to add him or anything. So he, you know, he's going to be getting some work in starting April 1st. I believe that's when the minor league camp starts. So, um, right. So, but yeah, I mean, we all want to see, you know, obviously his story of, of, you know, comeback is, uh, just very, uh, you know, remarkable and just, it's just, you know, very, it took, you know, the baseball world by storm. Definitely. So, um, oh, yeah, well, I can't, if he cracks a major league lineup again, I cannot wait. To I know, see him get that first at bat. That's going to be incredible. And hopefully, there's you know decent amount of crowd at you know whatever stadium it's at, and they give him right. a nice uh, ovation there. So, uh, but yeah, that was yeah. a good question. It, yeah, I checked on him recently too. I was like, yep, he's still just kind of chilling, waiting for some at bats. So, you know, <laughs> outfield in the giant system is tough, man. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, right now that's probably like one of their deepest spots. Like, um, it, it went from having you know Denard Span, the worst, yeah, Gerardo Gosh, we couldn't buy, yeah, Austin Jackson. Come on, man. Oh, come on. I, I really like Jackson. Had a good his... opening day a few years ago against the Dodgers. I remember that. Oh, yeah, that was his that one. Was about that was it. One yeah, yeah, that yeah. It. That was about it. Double, double to the gap, and that was it. No. <laughs> Yeah, I think that might be his only hit. Um, onto the bullpen. Um, I got Whistler, McGee, uh, Maranta, Rogers, and Alvarez. Um, I'm I'm really torn, right? Because I think there's there there'd be two more spots there, and I feel like they can't keep, you know, uh, Harlan Garcia and um, and and Wandy Peralta. I think they can't keep both of them. So I think it's gonna be a, a choice between the two. Um, and the same thing, I, I think they might need another righty, so they might go Yam, uh, Yamagachi or uh, Trevino. I think they would, might want to pick one of those two, but I'm not sure. If I were to throw, roll the dice, I would probably go... Tropiano? 
Tri- yeah, Tropiano and fuck, I forgot to look up exactly what they did this spring, but I'm gonna go Garcia. I think I'm gonna go Garcia. I think, yeah, I think Harlan Garcia is a lock. Uh, he's out of options, so he's okay. Unless they, I, I, I does Peralta have options? Yeah, he's got an option remaining. Oh, then it's so definite. That's, then that's the easy one. But Harlan that's a lock. Garcia, yeah, but Harlan Garcia could get traded. They do have so many lefties. Uh, that's true. They have more lefties on the horizon, like Sam Long. You know, Caleb Berger's getting stretched out. I mean, these are guys that they're going to be giving innings to this year. So I think guys like Wandy Peralta are you know, on the bubble here of, you know, might not be in the organization very long. Um, Mm -hmm. You saw the Yankees having all these injuries to their lefties, Um, uh, Zach Uh, Britton and uh, I'm forgetting the other guy, Um, but uh, Justin Wilson, I think Um, both those guys are dealing with big Fuck the Yankees anyway. So who cares? No, But the reason why I bring it up is (laughs) they might be scrambling right now. If their only lefty in the bullpen is their closer Chapman, that sucks. You know, yes. Think about Kike coming up going, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, he hits righties, but I'm thinking of somebody on, on the Red Sox that's looking, licking their chops against all that right handing. Oh, Christian Arroyo is on the rise. I'm not sure if oh you've seen, gosh. he's hit, he's hit, he's hit some bombs in Boston. He was supposed to replace uh, Panda in San Francisco. Turns <laughs> out he's going to replace him that's good. in Boston. Yeah. Um, Arroyo, you know, it's, uh, he's well traveled at this point. He went to Tampa. Yeah. Cleveland went to Boston, left Boston, back to Boston. I think uh, I, I, I like the kid. Uh, I, I never thought he was going to be a long-term solution for the giants, but um, mm. anyways, they, they got a, they got Longoria <laughs> out of him and he's been, uh, you know, give them yeah. four, four plus wins uh, uh, over the last few years. So, you know, I think that's more than the Royal could have done, but going back to your bullpen question, um, uh, Sam Selman got option today. So he yeah, this uh, Selman was, that was the one that I was like, Oh, Selman's in, that was one of my locks. But then I guess I just didn't notice how good, how bad of a spring he did and that he has options Yeah, no, recipe I, for getting optioned. It's not even a bad performance thing. You know, he has those options. They're exactly there right now. What this tells me is that, you know, um, it's not that Selman, you know, Selman's going to be up, you know, probably in the second week or something. It's just right now they're saying we're going to option yeah. you now. And uh, this is a clear shot that they're going to um, add a guy like Tropiano. Uh, he's not currently on the 40 man roster. So they're going to, not only do they need to give him a 40 spot, but they also need to give him a spot on the 26 man roster. So yeah, the 40 uh, man, I think it would be either a drop of the guy that just got from uh fuck where they get him from. Oh, uh, Ashton Godot, definitely going to be the that next dude, guy. Ashton. That's why I was trying to remember Ashton from Ashton Kutcher. He's a roster but churn the, piece for, for exactly. For He's an RCC. It seems, yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like he turn champion right there. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like he was, he's going to, he's going to be in Sacramento. Like they always find a way to sneak him through uh, waivers. So, yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the plan. He's the next guy to go, but if it gets as far as going to our Duggar versus Jalen Davis conversation, um, I feel like, no, I feel like they think, no, you might like this. Okay. Duggar is more likely (laughs) to clear waivers. Jalen Davis is more likely to get snatched up by the Orioles or whoever. This guy hit 35 jacks last year. Yes, he has yeah. a contact problem, but so do a lot of those 35 <laughs> bomb guys. They close their eyes, they swing, yeah. and the ball goes yeah. 500 feet, or they're out of here. So, I don't, um, anyways. I, again, I like Jalen Davis, but at the same time, he just he looks bad, and Duggar looks really good 
Which know, means he needs AAA confidence, baby. He needs to go down to sack and, maybe. and slug him up, man, and then get called up. Yeah. But they don't even need Davis to come up anytime soon. He's got a couple options. He can be in the organization for the next four years. They don't have to get rid of him and make a decision on him right now. Mm. But um, I think they Dr. need Rooney. to – and this actually ties into the bullpen because like we we're saying, they need to create roster spots for these guys. They need to uh, find a way to add, um, you know, like a Tropiano, Shun Yamaguchi, like you mentioned, that aren't currently on the roster. Mm-hmm. So they might have to designate either Duggar or Davis for assignment. I think if they designate Duggar, he's going to slip through waivers because people are going to go, this guy doesn't hit for power. He hasn't been on base at all, and he doesn't really steal many bags. What can he do? Well, he plays pretty good defense. Is some team going to give him a a spot on their uh, roster right now? I don't know. I don't see it. So I think he slips through. All right. Crush my dreams, why don't you? Shit. So anyways. You're so flustered and sad. I'm so freaking pissed. Um, Don't get all obsessed with minor league numbers now, okay? The good stuff isn't as good and the bad stuff isn't as bad. Yeah, all right. Well, off to – I mean, I think with this this season, it's it's really weird. Like, you know, coming off the 60-game season, um, does that mean that starters are going to be more rested so they're able to throw a full season or are they going to need a little bit more building up? I think it, it seems like they're looking for ways to build guys up. They've talked about six-man rotations, but I think it just came out that that they are going to do a five-man rotation um, on Twitter. I think I saw. Maybe I'm mistaken. But um, I had this idea, right, um, that they do the bottom two starters, two starter – basically two long guys, right? Two guys pitching four or five innings. Okay, so I figured the guys who can maybe take it the most would be Cueto, Gosman, and – Scalfani, those are the, those guys are a staple. But I'm thinking the last two, you know, rotation spots, we're gonna go a combo of Logan Webb and Caleb Berger because you know obviously he wants to get stretched out to a starter eventually, um, not not opening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm putting him on my opening day roster. Um, oh, and, really? Yeah, and I'm oh, thinking he, he he gets like maybe three or four innings, you know, yeah. build him up that way. Um, and then the last would be either and would be Sanchez and Wood. And it seems like Wood's having a little bit of an injury issue. In that case, you would do Menez instead of Wood. But uh, that, that, that's an interesting take because, uh, you know, they optioned Selman and they didn't option Berger. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think, did you? But they only, but the yeah. only curious thing with Berger is they haven't let him pitch more than an inning. So that's why I'm like, oh, are they not liking him as a starter or. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, it's just, uh, but there's gonna wait till the last minute, he's gonna be optioned. Maybe I, I think he will be optioned whenever because mm-hmm. they want him to keep getting work that isn't crucial yeah. for gameplay. He's not gonna go to Seattle and kind of work on getting stretched out, he needs to go to minor league camp, do that. So that's mm-hmm. that's why I didn't really have him making the um, the roster yet, but a lot could change in the next uh, week or so. Aaron Sanchez. Okay, so here's – I wanted to mention this to you guys. So – and Tyler, Tyler probably noticed this too watching the Dodgers. Tyler doesn't notice shit. Yeah, he probably – you see – Yeah, that's true. Yeah. you seen a baseball game, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just a fair weather, fair weather fan. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Lancaster Jetbox fan. Let's go. He takes down all that stuff when the, the show's over, and then he puts it back up. <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, so, obviously, no split squads this year, right? Correct. So in the absence of the split squad, the Giants are using these like simulated innings. Yes, the same right? games. Correct. Yeah. And 
that is what they're doing to try to get them up to speed. You know, they had 72 guys in camp at one point, so there's not enough innings to go around. They were doing six inning games, seven inning games. I mean, it was like the opposite of hurry up and get these guys ready. It was like, Hey, we're going to do some six inning games. And it's like, you know, the season is right around the corner. What are we doing? So, so they've been doing, you know, like Aaron Sanchez. Yeah. He only has a couple of innings, but he's really pitched. I don't even know. I'm not actually digging through beat writers uh, articles to see if they had right. four yeah, yeah, yeah. innings, but I know they're getting their work. So I'm not mm-hmm. like too worried about that. Um, you know, we didn't even talk about the elephant in the room, you know, Alex Wood injured. What are you serious? Yeah. Are you, this is shocking. Enjoy. Hey, you know what? I keep forgetting. They only gave him $3 million. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, he's got right. He, he yeah. can make more than that, but yeah. he's got to be healthy. I mean, it's a, it's like, you know, it's not quite like the deal they gave um, uh, uh, Kenta Maida, which was like, you know, escalators every time he gets this many innings, he'd make a million bucks and all that. It was it was a cool deal. Right. I which, seen like that. which would still work with my logic uh, because his is based on innings, not on starts. So, yes, I believe so. Yeah. Ten, ten. Well, I think he needs 10 outs or something to get. Like, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. like you get nine outs, like damn that fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn it. yeah. Like Gabe Kapler start walking. Uh, no, nah, bro, give me one yeah. more. You're, you're, or else you're buying me dinner. You, know? you imagine he's like, dude, I just struck out two guys on six pitches. You're done. You're going to the righty. Yeah, yeah. I need yeah. one more. <laughs> so you know, there's there's incentive for Wood when he is healthy. He's definitely going to be starting. Um, mm. There there's a chance to get a six man rotation for the Giants this year. Uh, for the sole purpose of keeping guys healthy, um, stretching uh, it to instead of every four days, every five days. I mean, that could do wonders for a – it's no um, secret that the Giants have a bunch of these guys that have injury history, you know, in their rotation. Um, I think even like Di Sclafani might even be like one of the more <laughs> healthier guys lately, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they definitely are hoping for the best, but, you know, we're not going to be shocked if – Aaron Sanchez has a shoulder flare up wood back on the injured list. Um, you know, Cueto's 36 almost, you know, so it's, it is what it is. You know, and by you, June, you guys are going to be on the horn with Jeff Samarja begging him to come back. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Good old Jeff. You know, his contract was better than people make it out to be. I feel like, I mean, the last, yeah, last year was terrible. Um, and I think there's another really bad year, but out of the five years, Three of them oh, were yeah. pretty good. Oh, yeah, better no, than he, the time. Like it wasn't like a steal. It wasn't even maybe even market value, but it was. I maybe you could you could definitely agree. I mean, uh, argue that it's market value. Yeah, he was given like three win seasons or something. I mean, yeah. He, so he, uh, yeah, uh, Shark had the a, last taste in your mouth was pretty bad. I understand it, what you're saying, Tyler. It, but guys get injured. You know, you, you can't. You Giants know, have had trying. worse contracts. Yeah, I'm just saying. Example, you know, not. the Do- the Dodgers don't have. <laughs> wide receivers on their team they have baseball players not mm-hmm. football players that's all yeah. i'm saying yeah exactly i i, I think that's true i'll be yeah. an athlete bitch that's true <laughs> you no, know I'm, nothing about you that know, you would you wouldn't know anything about it you wouldn't know <laughs> nothing i'm gonna strike you out in a couple weeks with the torn rotator cuff jeez i, I have a brooks question for, for oh go Tyler. for it no no Go for, who had who had a question? Hit me. I, I Hit have a me question for it. Tyler. How, how confident are you that the Padres will be the number two in the division? And that's not to say they Fairly. won't be number one or won't be number three. You you can decide on that. But where do you see 
the is the are the Padres the lock for number two? I'm just curious. I'm I'm fairly confident. Your cat got up when you said that too. He was like, "Oh, it just got good." Padres. Padres. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fairly confident. The one thing that I thought was funny, and Jesse and I have touched on this in earlier episodes, is people. I've heard people saying, you know, the Diamondbacks are going to be the number three team. The Rockies are going to be the number three team. And certainly we can say the Rockies are going to be the number Colorado Rockies. I mean, that's what, yeah, (laughs) exactly. And the Diamondbacks, I feel like the Diamondbacks, besides Soria, didn't really do anything. And they weren't all that great last season. I mean, they are. It seems like Bum Bum is healthy. So that's like a huge plus. Um, But sure. But I I don't think that accounts for them jumping into third in the division. I agree. But I, I think. I think the Giants will slot in at three, and I think it's going to be between the the Dodgers and the Padres. I don't want to say the Padres are a lock for two because I think they have the potential. They have the potential to win the division, and they have the potential to slide back to number three. A smaller That's chance. Where I yes, see them. I, I get what you're saying. You're saying ceiling. Yeah. They they could if everything goes right and some things go wrong with the Dodgers. Right. Sure. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I see them. I would say I'm fairly confident as them being the number two, but I could see them anywhere from winning to slotting into three and missing out on that on that wild card, which would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, that would be a sad Diego or something. But um, <laughs> sad Diego. Dude, there, I, don't know. I couldn't dude. do anything. Jess, you got to edit that out. So when it happens. China. So when it happens, we can make the rap music video before anyone else does. That's right. Yeah, we yeah. we'll do a version. We of, can... we'll do a version of "Hit 'Em Up," and we'll do it that way. Well, they'll All wear right. the uh, the brown jerseys, the brown Padres jerseys, and we'll go sad, sad Padre Brown. Boom! There's your song right there. <laughs> that's, all that's, I got. A, that's a hit, baby. No, I'll million tell you guys dollar this. ideas. I'll tell you guys this. I, I just it makes me chuckle when I think about the Padres and how they're supposed to be, you know at worst number two and a wild card you know contender and yeah. yeah they have all the talent and all that but it just reminds me when they brought in uh the upton brothers and kimbrell and matt Kemp, and it was just like this new look padres right and then they went out and just like didn't do anything right and yeah i'm not right. saying they're, they're gonna do that again because they have the talent they have what they didn't have then was uh they didn't have the farm system then than they do now. So if they have some injuries, which they are constantly having injuries, uh, and I'm not going to go crazy on the Padres stuff here. I just it, it affects the Giants, right? Because that's the one team the Giants are chasing as Yastrzemski hits one way out of here. And not only that, he almost just got hit in the head like three times. Like he this did. guy was not yeah. He so. ducked out of the way. Yeah, I just wanted to say that against your San Diego Padres, yes, Trubisky. <laughs> um, is Lamette still pitching? No, it's uh, not Lamette anymore. It's, uh, it's Morehan, the other lefty, Morehan? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just lefties. don't like this. I don't like this narrative that the Padres, just by getting these players, are all of a sudden like some powerhouse. I mm-hmm. get that oh, these guys they signed are some of them are generational talents. But, you know, and the thing about Fernando Tatis Jr. for me, he is still yet to play a cumulative full season. Thank you. He's played 120 Major League Baseball games. 120. So this whole idea that he's the face of Major League Baseball and all this crap, I get it. He's an exciting player. They should market him. And he could be, for sure. Yeah, and his contract, you know, it could go either way. But the the idea that he is, like, what's going to take them over the hump I just don't – I'm not buying it until he, he proves something to me. 
Is the he... only difference to yeah. me is that they did prove it in the 60 game season that they can be very good. Um, does that mean that it's Big a shit for this year? No, but it's more than, you know, what they did. And I forgot what year that was. Fuck. What year was that? Like it was 20, like 2015 or 15? something. Yeah. yeah. Cause it was like the year after the, I got tired um, of seeing James the Giants. Was on the Royals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. so like, if that's what makes it a little different, but they kind of have a little bit of a, a hole in their bullpen. I mean, I feel like yes, Vinon hasn't do. done that great with, for, for the Padres. So uh, that, I mean, a, a good team with a shitty bullpen that could just, I mean, I could take away so many wins. So the giants have what they don't have. The giants have tons and tons of uh, left-handed depth in the bullpen. Yeah. And the Padres have, uh, I think Tim Hill and drew Pomeranz who let's not forget Pomeranz is usually always on the injured list off and on. So mm-hmm. could happen. That's just true. saying, I'm not trying to be like injuries and the depth to cover those injuries is the name of the game in 2021 yeah. and beyond. It's the formula for competing. Yeah. If you yeah. want to compete, win, and yeah. be an actual contender, you need to have your depth pieces be as good as like the bottom half of the league starters. You need yeah. to have guys that are like, oh, you know, you know, Tatis went down, so we have like we'll just slide Machado over to short, and we'll bring up our top third base prospect, whatever, and they don't miss a beat or something like that. So that is where I'm seeing a lack of depth for the Padres, right? I mean, they were hoping Clevenger wouldn't get Tommy John surgery. And like right after they signed him, like the same day he got TJ, <clears> they have yeah. all these guys on the shelf. They got Lamette, who's, you know, is Lamette's going down. Like there's no, the elbows. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> at what point? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not wishing any injuries on people. I'm just trying to go with more like narratives, unless he shakes the right, I'm right, injured right, all the right. time thing. So, yeah. Going back to it, the Padres, I, I just laugh when everyone's like, Padre is definitely number two, or maybe win the division. We'll see. I'm second like, best team in baseball. That's where they're listed as right now. Second best team oh, in baseball. At, at this point, I want to not only see it, but I want them to make it a, a statement. If they want to do something, give the Dodgers an actual fight this year for the division instead of. Yeah. Instead I don't of even think they're, they're not even the second best team in the National League. I think the Braves are a better Braves, team. Braves are underrated. Yeah. Padres. No, all, all the ratings have the Padres number two. Um, yeah. And I think that's yeah. the thing that the, the I think Giants are missing is we don't have our Tatis. We don't have our star, star player, but our depth is, is fucking there and pretty much everywhere. I, I, I'll say this, though. It's funny how we talk about Joey Tatis. Joey be that guy, though. What's up? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, we have plenty of good guys coming up in the horizon. That's not going to, you know, help us win any battles tomorrow. But. I do want to say it's funny how we talk about Tatis like this. I'm the most impressed because he's only 22, right? That's the most impressive part. Right. But right. it's funny that Yaz, right? Our guy Yaz has 161 games played or something like that. And Tatis uh, 120, Tyler said, right? Um, they put up very similar numbers. And it's funny that Yaz makes $600,000 and Tatis just signed three hundred and forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was 340. So yeah, he's yep. tra- 29 years old. I think almost 30. One of those, you know. Um, yeah, he's about to be 30 at least. It, it, yeah, I get what you're saying. He's oh, he is 30. He's guy. 30. Okay. It's just it's just sad to me though that Yaz is gonna he's gonna live his whole baseball life. He's he doesn't become a free agent until he's like 35 or something. So it's like, so he's gonna make a, a couple million bucks, and Tatis is gonna make 340 mil. And they're going to finish playing baseball at the same age. I just think it's crazy. 
Yeah. <laughs> and who and who knows who's going to have the better career? Well, I mean, no, obviously, he should have the longevity. Obviously, yeah. you, obviously. you never know. I, I, I want to say know. it's yeah. I mean, come he on, could be I mean, Dominic he's, Brown. He's twenty. Yes, there, there he, you could go. Be, he could be Dominic Brown. He could be Asmani Tomas. He could be Rusni Castillo. <laughs> I could just keep going, man. I could keep going. There's a lot of hype guys. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, anyone watching this is going to go, well, this guy Brooks is an idiot because he thinks Tatis is going to be a horrible player. I'm not saying that, but no. I'm just saying I, I agree with Tyler. We, I he think, hasn't done enough for me. Though. Right. I, no, I mean, I think we all. both predicted that th- that his contract would end up being a steal. Um, because we just believe in him. I, I believe that that shit's real, and especially because how young he is. But I can completely see how it can be a downturn. I mean, he could have a terrible season, stuff gets in his head, and then it's just downhill from there. I, know? I, so. I think Tatis's uh, agent should win like a, uh, a Nobel Prize or something. You know, can you imagine being on the phone? Yeah, right. And Tatis is like, 220 or 240 million let's go baby and they're like no fernando we said 340 he's like oh 340 yeah. hell yeah yeah i would have done it for 240 yeah, exactly yeah it's crazy how those negotiate negotiations was what because i feel like if million. i were you know padres front office it's like okay 120 games that's all i'm looking at is 120 games mm-hmm. i need so much more and we he's under team control for four more years yeah. yeah, we're just going to wait. Yeah, you know, you know but... what they said? They said, hey, Fernando, we're going to pay you for the games you already played. So you get $3 million per game played. Here you go. And he's like, oh, thanks. So anything yeah. you do for us in the future, they gar- it's guaranteed money. This isn't like uh, football where, you know, he sucks. And then, oh, you know, out of $340 million, it's only $115 million guaranteed or something, you know. Yeah. That would be a whole different story. But this guy just literally got the check. He got the bag. He's good to go. Mm-hmm. He can go out and go over 600 this year. And it doesn't matter. He still gets the money. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. And, and it will cripple the Padres organization for over yeah. a decade. Which oh, God, how favorite. amazing would that be? Oh, my yeah. gosh. And, and the entire, yeah, that and the entire uh, Padres farm system will make like a combined like 100 grand this year for all players. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. But, right. But uh, I yeah. mean, I mean, the thing that I think about when I think about the Padres and we'll 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 get back on track with yes, not yes. talking about the Padres in a second. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when you talk no, about we're just that with a hater. What's that thing on Chappelle show? The haters, uh, the haters. Yeah, player, haters ball. Ball. It's a mutual yeah, it's, player it's, haters it's, ball. We're just hating on them. Yeah. This is the only thing us three can bond over because (laughs) we don't have common interests except this mutual hatred. Um, (laughs) You know, I think about like when the whole Matt Kemp thing, when they went out and got Matt Kemp and they were trying to build this team that eventually fell apart. It looked like it was kind of going that way when they went and got um, Jesus Christ. I just blinked on his name. Kimbrell. Oh my God. No, who's their James first baseman? Shield? Jesus Christ. Oh, Eric Hosmer. Hosmer. Eric Hosmer. You're good. When they went oh. out and signed Hosmer, okay. and that was like their their big signing, mm-hmm. you know, and then they got Machado, and it's like, okay, they're they're kind of building momentum. But yeah, I mean, Every if this doesn't season. work, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if this doesn't work out, I mean, Jesus. Because that Hosmer, I don't think the Hosmer signing was great. And I think the Machado signing will end up being, you know, decent. But yeah, and we'll Myers see. And like you said, like 85 mil or something. That's not chump yeah. change either. I mean, they and their their bullpen, here. you know, Kirby Yates. Bullpen is work. But gone. I saw Kirby Yates. He's now gone. Getting though. Tommy John. Yeah. Well, he's, he's on the. I think he's on Blue Jays. He's Blue Jays. Yeah, he's on the yeah. Blue Jays. That's what I'm saying. Is oh, okay, they yeah, yeah. they kind of lucked out in that sense where you know he's not going to play for the next at least 12 yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. 
we'll we'll see yeah. what happens. But no, them being the second best team in baseball, complete bullshit. Everyone here agrees. Yeah. I just think it's it's hilarious when everyone just locks them in. So I'm I'm really I'm deep down inside. I'm actually just hoping that um, you're right. It would be more funny actually if the Padres still got second place. The Giants are third. Dodgers are first. Whatever. But the Padres don't make the playoffs because. The, I actually think the sleeper in the entire league that no one's talking about is the Nationals. I think that pitching staff is just – if they're healthy, they can dominate. So uh, Braves, obviously, everyone knows yeah. they're going to be great. So the NL East is going to be really tough Stacked. this year. And the uh, Mets, But they might too. just beat up on each other, though. That's the only problem. Yeah. I mean, you people know. are really so, high on the Mets. I'm not sold on the Mets, but everyone else seems to be yeah. pretty high on them. I don't think they're going to even win their – division so the Mets are no, the East Coast it's, it's a Braves division to <laughs> yeah right there you go yeah yeah there you go except for they won a pennant in the last uh you know 20 years unlike the that's Padres, true so. <laughs> shit anyways I know I, we're just we're just throwing punches today I like it yeah we it's said fun. fuck the rosters dude we just need yeah. to talk shit about the Padres for well, for our well, long you know you talk about the Mets and the other teams over there that's what I'm looking forward to a lot this year we didn't get to see any of those guys last year yeah so I want to I want to see the Giants beat like uh you know uh, our old buddy uh Nolan Arenado and the Cardinals. You know Giants Cardinals that's a rivalry that's more one-sided and the Dodgers yeah. Cardinals is a rivalry too which is it's more funny. one-sided. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I do hate me some uh, Cardinals. That's for and damn the Cardinals sure. hate the Giants, that's for sure. So. <laughs> I yeah, hate but the they have with Gold, Goldie and Arenado is like dude, we're never winning a fucking game against them again. Yeah, that's like, going to be done. It's gonna be a tough. It'll be amazing if the Giants can pull out a win like that. But <laughs> just one, yeah, just one, one just win, one. just one. No, <laughs> but uh, Brooks, man, thank you so much for coming on, bro. It's it, it's yeah. it's been awesome to freaking uh, try to break this stuff down. Hell yeah, um, man. Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to have you on at some other point. And yeah, man, thank you oh, so I'd, much. I'd love to come back on. Uh, it's gonna be a hopefully a long year. 162. I'm I'm strapped in, ready for it. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I, I mean, it's it's just, uh, you know, Christmas Day coming up right around the corner for all of us baseball fans. And, uh, yeah, you guys keep doing uh, doing what you're doing on the benches cleared. I'm going to keep watching. And, yeah, definitely love to come back on soon. Talk some ball. Definitely, man. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. All right, guys. All right. As always, this episode has been brought to you by Renovation Candle Company, where you can get 30% off any spring candles. No promo codes required. Just add it to your cart. Check out 30% off. We got you. Yeah. Uh, high quality. I wish I, I didn't have a, I couldn't find the candle, so I would rather do the candle, but this is just a box that the soap comes in. Uh, but yeah, buy some Plastic shit. free packaging. Some shit. Do some shit. Eco-friendly. Eco-friendly. We're thought, well, we're not thoughtful. The people at Renovation Candle Company are thoughtful and buy their shit. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to be subscribed to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Help us grow. All right. Help us help us in the review. Forward. Say who you think is more handsome. Jesse ooh, or myself. Ooh. And and remember, I have a full head of hair. <laughs> hats are, and a hats better are an amazing thing. Yeah, you got those on me for sure. I oh, oh but I do got the tan. So that's that's one thing on you. It's just superior um, jeans, Armenian jeans. Wow. No, no, no. <laughs> you got in some dangerous territory right there. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Make sure to be following us on uh, Twitter, Benches Clear P, Instagram, Benches Clear Podcast, TikTok, Benches Clear. I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for our season predictions.